Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. I am joined by the spiritual supremacist, Garrick Wright. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. We will. Well, we've got a, an episode, Garrick, a lot of topics to discuss. Dr. Oz, a shooting in Buffalo, New York. Elon Musk, George Bush, abortion, little Mariko. But before we get to all that, we had some comments on our last podcast when we were talking about whether Ron DeSantis should be Trump's VP. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Interesting. So I'll read some of them to you and you can respond. Sunshine W says, yes, have solid 12 years of make America great again to turn around the ship. Okay. So that's what she says. Joel Schaffen says, it doesn't matter. The World Health Organization, the NWO, the party of Davos, the United Nations, we're not voting our way out of this. Ask Vladimir Putin. I agree with, I don't get the Putin reference, but I kind of agree with what he's saying. <laughs> I think he's sort of saying that like Putin is combat, like going against Davos. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we should see if Vladimir Putin wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> he could use a friendly uh, voice yeah. in, in America. And Law Bear, at Law Bear. Oh. Bear. Yeah, Bear. Oh, dear. <laughs> he says, no. DeSantis should run on his own merits in 2028 without any baggage that would inevitably happen being Trump's VP. Yeah, so. If we get it to 2028. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for everyone for commenting. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Wait, I'm impressed that we get comments. This is awesome. <laughs> I haven't gotten any like you guys suck or go left yourselves. So. All right. Well, I consider that good. <laughs> All right, Garrick. Well, uh, last podcast, we talked about some Christian theology and uh, Jack Posobiec, a journalist, had mentioned that in his view, when Jesus says, turn the other cheek, uh, it's not meant as submission. It's meant as an act of defiance. And we had a discussion about that. You were, we were kind of going back and forth on that, but you had some corrections to make about your stance here. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I made a reference to the, uh, the, the of encounter when Jesus makes, says that. I, I was getting confused with uh, when he's arrested and uh, Peter cuts off the ear and then uh, mm -hmm. of the uh, guard and Jesus says, uh, he lives by the sword, will die by the sword. The, the I said that that's where he said the thing about turn the other cheek. It, it wasn't that part. It was on the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, he says, you've heard it said in Matthew 5, uh, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But I say, uh, if somebody strikes you on the right cheek, give him your left. Um, <clears throat> so... That's I, I wanted to correct the where he said it and what the context was, and just to say that I I'm not I can't really I I can't see where um uh what's his name Posobiec yeah uh, Jack Posobiec Jack yeah I I, I can't I, I don't really know what his point was I'd like to hear 
it was a short tweet. I'd yeah. like to hear him expand on that because that definitely doesn't seem to be what Jesus is teaching. He's teaching uh, don't um, you know have love for your enemy. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stay there and get the crap kicked out of you. Right. Uh, <laughs> but don't in, don't return insult for insult. Um, right. It says maybe sort of like saying we're not going to need violence with violence by turning the other cheek almost find a a different or more creative way to uh bring the temperature down sure that's yeah 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 so yeah um yeah yeah kind of so yeah it's uh (laughs) well it happened over two thousand years ago so we're doing the best we can with this well that's all we can do yeah. <laughs> well very good Garrick all right so so please forgive me and <laughs> and uh, know that uh, I am still the best theological expert on this podcast yeah. <laughs> maybe a low bar there but yes you, you are the best theologian here and uh, I'd say you're probably better than well most denominations today certainly better than the Episcopalians Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those people are nuts. A bunch of liberal assholes. (laughs) Jesus would be gay and he'd love abortion, Garrick. Yeah, that's not the gospel I read, but okay. (laughs) Actually, I I remember, I I think there was an article, I remember talking about this. I'm surprised they haven't said that Jesus was the first trans person. Hmm. And then there was someone who said that, that Jesus is a transgender because he converted into human form or something like that. Well, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> We're playing loosely with terms, but okay. <laughs> so anyway, there's a trans Jesus moment for you. There was a transition, we'll say that. <laughs> I don't know if it was transgender, but... <laughs> well, Garrick, there was a shooting in Buffalo, New York. Right in our backyard. In our backyard. I mean, pretty far from us. About 20, 25 minutes, yeah. Yeah, in a part of town that you and I will never go to. We would not go there, no. I've actually been down the east side of the Broadway Market. Oh, yeah? So I've been there, not in many years, but when we were a kid for Easter, we'd go in there and get chocolate and other stuff, you know. Yeah, that that part is, uh, yeah, a lot of people do go to that place. Um, Yeah. But yeah, a few people uh, go to other parts of the side <laughs> unless you live there <laughs> right and uh, well I think everyone kind of knows the, the story here there was a deranged psychopath who happened to be a young 18 year old uh, white teenager he goes into this supermarket I believe he killed 10 people he shot 13 I think two of the victims were white um, I think that the aggravation that some people on the right or the right have is that Okay, yes, this is a horrible event, but the media and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and Barack Obama and Joe Biden, they only seem to care when the uh, perpetrator is white and the victim is black. But if it's the other way around or black, I'm like, no, you don't care. Oh, yeah. I, you know, in uh, December, right, it was uh, yeah. in Waukesha, Wisconsin, right. the, a black supremacist mowed down and killed what like eight people something or something like that, yeah. uh, on christmas eve yeah yeah christmas yeah um joe biden didn't have anything to say about it. he didn't mm-hmm. visit there i mean 
good for them. I wouldn't want them there. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, that, that's the thing. I, and it, it pains me because when these types of things happen, I just, I can't help but just go straight to, okay, what's the media going to right. turn this into? It, it's, yes, it's a tragedy in and of itself, but it's, um, it's used for political purposes by the evil forces in our society. Right. That's disgusting. I mean, isn't it something that in the case of Wisconsin, just because the victims were white, Joe Biden didn't feel the need to show up or really say anything about it? Yeah, and he <clears throat> certainly didn't want to. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't even know if it was that so much as the fact that the perp was black. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I mean, we talk about Chicago all the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the victims are black, but the perps are black, too. So you right. don't... But, yeah, if it's... Yeah. If it's a yeah. white pers- person yeah. doing it, then it's something that you can... Yeah. And I would... I mean, I know they're political demons. But, like, this is a way that you break the whole country apart. When you only... You pick and choose the outrage. You pick and choose... When you're gonna say something, oh, sure, um, and they just don't care because the only thing they care about is power. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah you you, and, you can't have a country that's run by people like this. That's right, right, and uh, you know, again, I mean, I guess not surprising. You still have all the Democrats and the liberals just going white in. It's white supremacy. It's like, listen, if you're a black kid growing up in America. You don't really have to worry at all about white kids from the suburb coming into your neighborhood and mowing you down, notwithstanding what happened on Saturday, (laughs) which is a really unusual event. What you have to worry about is gang violence in the inner cities, black-on-black crime. I mean, everyone knows that, but we're just afraid to say it. Yeah. And you know what? This kid had a 106-page manifesto. He was... um, he was an eco-fascist. Yes. So, I, mean, I don't know, maybe this was uh, environmentally driven. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. I think more importantly, we we all know, and, and it does seem like he comes from the left right. part of the pol- political spectrum, but even that's starting to get difficult to understand right. uh, what these, you know, who's on what, because... I'm constantly disappointed by people that I think agree with me. Um, But, you know, somebody, I think it was Matt Walsh, made an excellent point that, you know, this this could have been uh, locked down for however many months with uh, COVID. We knew that this wasn't going to end up uh, being a good thing for for children, right, and you know, look at what happened. He was spending all his time online, right, uh, and then, you know, it, it's right. we, we know we know about the uh, suicide rate going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've even seen it. Uh, yeah, and it, so, and people, it, it's it's obvious. We, we knew that it would happen. We knew that people would be mentally ill from this. And then you you uh, compound the fact that you have BLM and Antifa wreaking havoc for mm-hmm. a couple of years at least, if not more. Right. 
Right. And uh, nothing is done about it. Of course, there's going to somebody's going to respond. And uh, I'm actually shocked and amazed that it took this long for it to happen. Yeah, um, yeah somebody's going to say, hey, nobody else is doing anything. I'm going to try something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I imagine that we're probably on the brink of more of this. Unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's not a good thing. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the the costs of the lockdown. You just described them, and uh, you know you're going to have a generation of kids. Not saying there aren't going to be mass shooters, but the the social aspects of this are you know going to have impacts, and uh, it's probably not going to be good stuff. Right. Oh. Uh, something else that's also just popped up is in the news media is replacement theory, which, <laughs> so there's two different things here. Number one, the democratic party has for the last 20 years bragged about how great they think immigration is because they want to replace white Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> and white Republicans have been agreeing with them. <laughs> right. Right. So that's true. I mean, they, they're, they're on t- videos doing this stuff. Yeah. Then there is the more, I'll say, conspiracy theory thing, which is, well, the Jews are the ones that are bringing in the immigrants to replace us, which, that's uh, all crazy shit anyway. But but <laughs> the point is that the Democrats are the one talking about white rage and whiteness is a problem. We need to get rid of the white people. And it's like, you know, your rhetoric is going to influence some of these crazy people to, to act out on this stuff. Yeah. That's... Uh, um... Yeah, again, I'm kind of surprised it took this long for somebody to take it into their own hands. But, yeah, I mean, you have people like George Bush drawing (laughs) pictures of, you know, paintings of illegal immigrants because he's so happy that he's going to bring in a bunch of people to replace whites. Uh, Which I don't really understand, but okay. Yeah, and, um, yeah, somebody's going to... Yeah, so, you know, he comes from, that kid came from this little town called Conklin. I had never heard of it. Yeah. 5,000 people there. Right. I don't know why he chose Buffalo, even. Right. Why not go to New York City? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. can you imagine driving all that way to the east side of Buffalo? No. I don't even drive downtown. I live 20 minutes away. But Yeah, I, I but, uh. Yeah, and I know the kid was a nut job. I don't know the whole deal with the guns. I think his dad gave him the gun, or it was his dad's gun, or maybe he bought them legally. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah all just, I know is that uh, we're going to have stricter gun laws. Yeah, in the state that and they didn't work. Gun right. laws. New York already has strict gun laws. The Safe work. Act. Lord. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, sad situation, but the media certainly is not going to do us any favors. And uh, shame on Joe Biden and all the political grifters. Al Sharpton was here. I saw him, and he was right in front of the camera with all the family members. I'm like, oh, crap. Al Sharpton was here? Oh, Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. He had to get his shot in so he can get paid. This is gross. I saw, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, celebrities and stuff in the Buffalo. Josh Allen was there. Kind of thought it'd be funny if we replayed his tweet of from when he was at Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> we forget those things, Garrett. That's right. He's uh, 
He's he's evolved. Yes, he's uh, gone after the police. He's uh, turned the gay Allentown into his thing. Uh, <laughs> so he, he's he's a friend of the the woke left. Well, I guess when you have how about forty million a year he makes, maybe you have to do that. <laughs> it's a it's a small price to pay to make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eric, another issue that's driving the left nuts is abortion. Yeah. And there was a draft from a Supreme Court decision that was leaked that indicates that Roe v. Wade will be overturned, that abortion will be returned to the states. Um, this isn't really a question. It's just a comment you can go on. Like, there's people that are protesting that think that abortion will be illegal, which isn't actually what's happening. It's just going to go to the individual states and they can decide. Mm. And then number two, the women that are protesting are in New York and L.A. and Washington. Like, there's not going to be any changes to abortion laws there. Yeah. And they protest outside the Supreme Court houses. And uh, Jen Psaki, the Biden administration, encouraged the protest. Can you imagine that? Encouraging the protest outside the judge's home. Yeah. It's almost like an insurrection. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, do you, do you imagine if the the ruling was reversed and pro-lifers went to the home of Sonia Sotomayor? Ha! <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> so, Those people would be visited by the FBI. <laughs> but what do you think happens now? Let's say the court's going to say that abortion is for the states. Uh, where does the pro-life movement go? What happens, do you think, politically with this thing? Well, it, it's still important, and I, I understand that why they would be uh, the pro choice pro-abortion people would be mad about this because it would result in half of the country, half of the states banning abortion. Right. Uh, And then, yeah, you might have restrictions and some others, uh, but the liberal states would would then become havens. They would uh, not only not have any uh, restrictions, they would be promoting people from other states that, uh-huh. you know, hey, you're welcome to come here. They'll, heck, they'll probably have George Soros pay for their uh, their flights. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's by no means um, shuts the door on abortion, but it does push it into some of the corners. So. You know, I, you know, some of the pro-life people are like, well, yeah, it doesn't really change a whole lot. Well, it, 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 it's a major win, one that we didn't think that right. uh, would ever happen. Right. I certainly never would have assumed so. Right. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's finally a declaration that, um, hey, there are people um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, abortion is genocide. Right. And... Uh, it's murder, and so it, it kind of it's a it's a big step in the right direction. I think it has you know we average like a million a year in this country, right? So I I think that it would uh, result in that being cut down by several hundred thousand, um, and you know hey it's a big win, and then you go fight on the the next frontier. Okay. Yeah, I I think you'll see some states, the liberal states, actually. I don't know if you can make abortion more on demand than it already is, but you'll probably see no restrictions at all. 
and then you'll see red states with restrictions. So, well, yeah, I mean, I've seen some things that, um, like in Maryland, they were <laughs> they they want to give uh, the doctor the right to kill a baby up to four weeks old. Oh my um, god! You know that. I, I don't know if it's like uh, you know has some medical issues or whatever, but so I mean we're. We're even getting past the uh, point of birth, um, so I can see that happening, and that's that's certainly child sacrifice right there. Right. Um, but we'll fight that uh, battle when when it comes. Yeah, you'll probably. Well, I mean, you'll see. Of course, the liberals trying to pack the court or. You know, trying to get their Supreme Court justices on there to try to change it again if it, you know, which to be expected. But, yeah, I guess it's sort of ultimately an issue that's not going to go away. But it will change for the betterment. Yeah. So. Although, who knows, maybe they'll get uh, even wackier and things will get really violent yeah. in the streets. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, the left really likes uh, murdering people, don't they? Yeah. All in the name of peace. <laughs> and public health. <laughs> yeah. All right, Garrick. Uh, we'll do here uh, some quick hitters because, uh, well, you know, what's there to say? Dr. Oz, he's going to be the Republican nominee in the Senate for Pennsylvania. Uh, I mean... What do you say about that? I mean, you know, obviously it's a terrible endorsement by Trump. He did endorse somebody first, but they dropped out. So he went with Dr. Oz because they're friends. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that you'd rather have Dr. Oz because maybe he could be persuaded as opposed to sort of a neocon, the, the other guy that has really solid beliefs, per se? Yeah, the uh, lieutenant governor uh, yeah. who's... Yeah. Um I I don't know. Um, being in New York, I don't have to make these kinds of decisions. <laughs> it's right, um, but yeah, it, it's Doctor Oz. Okay, he's pro gun control. He's pro abortion, um, and he's pro uh, BLM. Yeah, he's but <clears throat> he buys into all of that kind of virtue signaling stuff. Right. But. Probably even worse than all that. Back in, I think, 2010, he had a show up talking about transgender children and, and trans affirmation. And, you know, this was before it became something that anybody was really talking about. And it's like, I, that to me is the most evil thing that is going on in our country right now. And that's saying something. Yeah. But we're, we're talking about mutilation of children. Uh, you know, right. this is, it's being indoctrinated in the schools and uh, the grooming and all that. And this guy is the Republican uh, yeah. nominee in Pennsylvania. I mean, a, a purple state. I, I mean, come on. It's just yeah. so disappointing. But, like, you, you know, I, I guess I guess I would take the number. You know, even Mitt Romney is right twice a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's... 
It is what it is. Basically, you have to hope that Oz, his political fortune sort of tied to Trump. So how far can he deviate from that? Um, but, you know, it's asking. It's asking. It's basically saying Oz is just going to say what's ever popular. And now that he's a Republican, maybe he'll not be as crazy as the things that you just mentioned. Yeah, I guess that's our hope. <laughs> a low right. bar. Joe Manchin is looking a whole lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Another election result that wasn't so good, Madison Cowthorn, congressman from North Carolina, defeated in his primary. Uh, there's some one guy said the deep state got their scalp. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's young. He could come back. He could go on Fox News or whatever. I don't know, but... Kind of a disappointing result. Do you think it was just that people there kind of said, well, he's dressed up in drag and he's talking about sex parties and maybe (laughs) we should go with somebody else? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know much about what happened with it. Um, But, uh, yeah, so he calls out the Washington, D.C. elites for having orgies and all that. And, of course, you know, anybody with a brain would believe that. (laughs) uh, But then, yeah, they put out a picture of him dressed as a woman um, and you know they, they tried to say oh yeah it was a it was a birth I can't remember yeah. it was a birthday party or something and just having fun okay maybe but still it, it doesn't help the cause uh, <laughs> and so yeah and I I, I don't Oh no, a little bit too much going on in the few months prior to a yeah. Well, <laughs> that's too bad. But uh, well, who knows? Maybe he'll come back and straighten his ways. Either yeah. that, or he'll be at sex parties. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> hey, what did they do? Did they like knock on his door and <laughs> and say, "Hey, we can get you back in the house, but uh, we want you to be." part of our party <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that's like uh, Donald Trump said when he uh, <laughs> in one of the debates when uh, you know, he talked about Hillary Clinton and uh, paying giving her money he said well if I give her money you know, when I need her maybe she'll uh, right. <laughs> she'll do something for me <laughs> Megan Kelly asked what do you mean by that he said oh okay so I uh, asked her to come to my wedding and she came to my wedding <laughs> <laughs> He should have said she was going to come to my office and get on her knees. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah, no, nobody believes that. <laughs> well, speaking of gross, Garrick, we're going to talk about little Mariko for a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, the part, the, uh, the theology expert in me does not want to do this, but <laughs> I guess we have to do what the uh, I didn't want to do it either, but I... <laughs> was so appalled and that, <laughs> that I had to bring it up. So for those of you who don't know... I was offended. <laughs> I was like when Trump, went during the first time, he said he was offended that someone used a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> He's the very dirty mouth that was so offended. Like, Donald, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so little Mariko is a Asian-American rapper, young woman, and uh, I happened to be scrolling the internet okay, and came across Little Mariko. And this is one of her songs. 
I won't read all of the lyrics because whew, it is something else. But uh, here's how it goes. It says, hi, I'm a slut. <laughs> Do what I want. I don't give a fuck. Post a titty. Make a simp nut. Proud bitch. I smile when I suck. Hi, I'm a slut. Do what I want. I don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter if your dick's cut. Always swallow. I heard, heard it's good luck. And good for her. And it gets worse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, Garrick, is that this, is, this kind of stuff is out here for mostly young women. That's, his, that's her audience. And it's like, I mean, hey, yeah, of course, you know, it's fun to look at strippers and hookers, but that shouldn't be in the mass of society. I mean, you know, you don't want young women listening to this type of thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what are we going to do with someone with little Mariko? I mean, if there's such peace censorship, shouldn't it be something like this? <laughs> I can't really tell if you're being serious. <laughs> It's, it's it is very filthy. Um, you know, yeah, I feel like I need to take a shower. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there there are only uh, one point six million views though on YouTube, which isn't that much. No, she's still considered, I guess, independent. If you want to, oh god. But um, I, I just, I mean, like, I look, I think about it, and I'm just like, even if I, she's a good looking girl. Um, sure, but like. That's not music to me. Like, you wouldn't hear no. Phil Collins say something like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, that's the part I don't get. Like, what does music even say now? What, what is this? What do you even classify it as? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> don't just stare at it. Eat it. We need to hear both sides of the story. Uh, but, I mean, if you're a parent and you hear your daughter listening to this in her room with her friends dancing around on TikTok videos, because that's what these girls do. Oh, I'd be very upset. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even understand what. Yeah, I would. I would hope that. Um, yeah, I, I think that you definitely need to put some restrictions on the uh, YouTube yeah. machine. Yeah, there won't be any restrictions because the YouTube loves this kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you think it's just they hate the traditional family so much that they want to promote this kind of stuff? Um, or maybe, I mean, it's, maybe it's just sex sells. Maybe that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, probably. Sure, right. it's mostly men listening to it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a YouTube video of her and performing somewhere. It seemed like a younger girl crowd, but I didn't oh, maybe. get a good look at it. Like preteen type girls, things like that. Yeah, pro well, probably girls that don't have a good father figure. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, anyway, for those of you wondering, you can go listen to Little Mariko. I wouldn't recommend it, but she uh, grinded my gears. All right, Garrett, a couple more things and we'll wrap this up. Um, this is just a pet peeve. So I'm, even though we are drinking diet soda right now, I, I recognize we probably shouldn't be drinking it. It probably has chemicals and things we don't need. Yeah. And I hear people rail against Diet Coke, and it's okay, fine, I get that. But these very same people drink alcohol. Mm. 
in alcohol, your body literally treats as a poison. We know that too much alcohol is bad for you. Mm -hmm. Liver problems. Yeah, yeah. Do you think people just they just they're just dumb, or they they just don't think about it um, differently? Like, don't they realize sort of like you're going to rail against someone for drinking diet coke, but you're going to put alcohol into your system? Um, well, alcohol, you know, it's it's organic. It's a uh, it's a pro- <laughs> natural process oh, of fermentation. <laughs> you know, this this is stuff that was uh, from from a lab. But then, of course, I want to eat the uh, Impossible Burgers. So, right, it's yeah. also from a lab. So. Yeah. Just, I just find the hypocrisy stunning. But I guess I shouldn't find it stunning because it happens all the time. So. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, think about Panera. It was uh, as healthy options, but then they also have the macaroni and cheese grilled cheese. Sandwich. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, that's uh, yeah, that's awful for you. Yeah, yeah. people are just can't think for themselves. Uh, Elon Musk said that he's not going to vote for a Democrat this yeah. time around. First time ever, you're going to vote for a Republican. Did you notice as soon as he said that he was accused of sexual assault? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Republican Party. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Do you think he's like I don't like if he was here, he'd probably tell you how you know he wants to be green energy and uh, climate change and all these type of things. Oh, and sure. So he's he's only really Republican because the Democrats criticize him. Was that kind of the? Uh, I well, he um, he did put out a tweet of a week ago or so that. Um, yeah, basically, like ten years ago, or you know, twenty years ago, he's there, like slightly on the left, right? And then <clears throat> the spectrum moved ten years ago, so he's yeah. slightly on the right, and now he's all the way to the right, and <laughs> um, and the left is all the way, yeah. So it's, um, basically, they've moved so far to the left that they're insane, and. Yeah, I, I think that he just kind of saw how things were going with freedom of speech mm-hmm. and uh, didn't like what he saw. And that's when all of this started. And he also is one of the few people that seems to notice that Joe Biden is uh, not up to the task. <laughs> no, he's not. He said, I think he said that the person who controls the presidency is the person who puts the stuff in the, uh, Biden's teleprompter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess it's about time the Republicans had someone decent on their side. You know, a young, popular billionaire. Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll take the uh, richest man in the world on my <laughs> side. <laughs> they have everyone else uh, down until the Coke, well, okay, the Coke brothers. <laughs> Forget about that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, now will he just give money to candidates, which probably not. But, uh, yeah. Well, Garrick, uh, you mentioned his name earlier. George Bush was giving a speech, and he <laughs> said that it was terrible that, uh, referring to Putin, that Putin had launched an illegal and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they sort of said, well, I'm 75. And it's like, well, yeah, you're not 75. You're just 
a dumbass who can't speak very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the president is older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but even so, the Republicans, Ted Cruz votes $40 billion for Ukraine. And I know. Other Republicans, I, they just, they're just so blind on this issue. I don't get it. Yeah, it, so disappointing. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, Ukraine, I, I don't, we don't have baby formula in this country. We right. have... Uh, gas prices that are basically sodomizing us uh, <laughs> you know inflation is killing us we're practically in a bear market um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah it's it's we have the transit agenda being shoved down our children's throat at, in kindergarten I, yeah, I don't I don't care about Ukraine that's a corrupt place <laughs> I'm not saying Russia's great. I'm just saying they all suck. <laughs> and we suck too. <laughs> we have no moral authority in this world as far right. as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like Michael Moore, but you know, if you look at the last 50 years, 100 years, uh, the U.S. was the most aggressive country in the world going around and invading people. Maybe yeah. sometimes for good reason. Not always. Iraq was not. Maybe Afghanistan, at least initially, yes. But still, we're kind of the ones in war, so... Yeah, and, you know, Vietnam, whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard to... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's hard to it's hard to understand why you would give a shit about Ukraine. Right. I thought Ukraine was uh, fighting back against Russia. I thought that they were winning the war. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing with the media, it's just the media's been telling all of their stupid... Dumbass viewers that Ukraine is winning. Ukraine's winning. Ukraine's pushing back. Ukraine. Ukraine is losing. They're getting <laughs> killed. <laughs> it's I, not even close. <laughs> I love hearing these people say, "Yo, Russia. They're really not that powerful." Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Compared to Ukraine, <laughs> I'm not saying that they would beat China. Right. But yeah, they can take you. If Putin wanted to, he could take Ukraine tomorrow. Right. The only reason he hasn't is deliberately decided not to. It's just, oh. yeah. This this is a nation that has the most nuclear weapons in the world. They have fifty percent right. of the nuclear weapons. And, uh, you know, and they control almost all the oil supply and energy supplies to Europe. That's just that's unbelievable. I just love hearing how naive everybody is. I don't love it. I'm actually I find it very sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you would think after COVID, people would at least say, "Well, I, I, maybe I'm not just going to believe everything that CBS News tells me about what's going on in Ukraine." And it's like, no, they're still buying and soak, sucking it up, and people on the right are doing it. Yeah, I know. They just love war. They that love much. war. They're still with the George Bush people. So, which I don't know. I mean, with knowing what they're doing to unvaccinated people in the military and uh, what they're doing with gays and trans yeah. people. It's like, yeah, I'm really not that pro-American military now either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. I'm pretty close to joining the Westboro Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that, you can Google it, folks. All right, we need to watch documentary 2000 Mules. 
I need to relieve myself. All right, well, nothing else, no final thing? We don't have a... We got little Mariko, we talked about your theology, we talked about abortion, we talked about George Bush, Ukraine, Elon Musk, the shooting in Buffalo, Dr. Oz. I just didn't know if you had like some sort of finale here. Oh, there'll like, be a finale in there in the bathroom in just a minute. Okay, well, that's good <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we will watch the documentary in our next podcast. We'll talk about it. And uh, if you have any comments, keep throwing them our way. Rumble, Locals, Parlor, Twitter, and we will uh, read your comments live. So. All right. So long. All right.